Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer, I am your host, and I am the Clydesdale, and we love to do fitness, and these are my friends. And as always, I have Kat and Amy with me. Hello. And we have a special guest, uh, Dave Newman from RX Smart Gear, and our new sponsor uh, to the podcast. We're so excited Yay. about that sponsorship. Um, so. So Dave, so glad you could join us. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, um, <clears throat> yeah, we, uh, my wife and I own and operate um, RX Mark here. So we're, you know, fitness manufacturing and pretty much specialize in jump ropes, I guess is what we're most known for. We have a handful of other products. Uh, we're lo located here in Southern California uh, in, uh, in the East County of San Diego. And uh, we have two teenage boys, two dogs, um, and uh, yeah, just we have a lot of fun. We, we both, my wife and I have been CrossFitting uh, for over 12 years, dedicatedly now uh, at the same gym, same coaches and owners uh, this whole time, which is, uh, which is really fun. And uh, in fact, our facility at RX Mark here is literally right next door to CrossFit East County, which is, you know, our home gym uh, that our friends own. So uh, we literally close our roll-up door and walk through their roll-up door and, you know, do our workout. So it's pretty awesome. That's really cool. So what made you get into the fitness industry and specifically jump ropes? <clears throat> um, man, okay, I'm going to try my best to really cliff note that, uh, <laughs> that story. So, um, I was a real estate broker for over 15 years and um, at the, in the crash of 08, found myself with a lot more time on my hands, um, found myself um, horribly out of shape. You know, I really misprioritized the previous decade and, you know, focusing on career and, and all of those things. Um, so a buddy, you know, dragged me into CrossFit, really did not want to go. Uh, he actually tried talking me into it for eight months and I kept shutting them down and finally went in and uh, that was in May of 2008 and um, you know like everybody else's experience uh, it was you know it was horrible and amazing all in the same you know puddle of sweat and snot um, so uh, yeah I've been doing it ever since and so you know uh, jump the jump rope thing came along really as, as an accident um, my wife and I used to coach competitive gymnastics back when we were in college. My wife was, was, you know, highly competitive. 
myself, not so competitive, but I got into competitive coaching um, in, in the college, uh, college age. And um, so, you know, but I had some, call, I had some uh, gymnastics experience and, and background, and it was just really odd to me that I was struggling with double unders like everybody else, you know? And, uh, and back then in 08, there was a lot less information around as to different type of uh, products, different techniques and progressions and things like that. So I was kind of the laughing stock of my gym um, at double unders. I was pretty good at most other things and I could, I could uh, hold my own pretty well in workouts. But if it had double unders in it, everybody knew they were going to eat my lunch and uh and they just couldn't wait for it you know so yeah back in the early day it was it was pretty ruthless in the in the old days so um yeah so i just it was a problem that i had that i wanted to solve and just started uh diving into it and trying to figure out you know what was wrong with either the equipment i was using or wrong with what i was doing with the equipment and it turned out it was all of those things and um just kind of took a gymnastics coaches uh you know, analytical perspective as far as biomechanics, um, started looking at things from common sense physics and, you know, how things should work and move and, uh, and spacing and all those different things. And yeah, it was just really a fun project that kind of took a life of its own. And, you know, here we are, you know, going on 12 years later. Uh, I mean, well, we've been in business for over 11 now um, and uh, just can't imagine the level of, of um, you know, impact uh, and, and success that we've had, you know, with really just a kind of a, a farce, a garage hobby, you know? Yeah. So what, what I found interesting, interesting when I first found you guys was that your handles are completely different than any other jump rope I'd ever seen in my life. Every other jump rope had that plastic cone shaped handle. And even some of the big names in the industry today still use that plastic cone shaped um, handle. You guys, it's much thicker. Um, it's got a, like a stickier grip to it. Um, it's, it's formed to my hand. And for me at Clydesdale, it was heavier than those other handles and made it a lot easier for me to swing. So what, how did you come up with that handle? Well, so that's, that's the funny thing. First, can I say hi? Somebody else jumped on there. That yeah, I so Charlie good. jumped on with us too. Charlie. You've met him over the phone, yeah, uh, but now you can see him. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so the funny thing about the handle is, is that I did not design that handle. That, that handle had actually uh, been around, been on the market for, for quite a few years, just, you know, sold in a, a you know, usually a, a fairly cheap jump rope uh, at a sporting goods store. And, you know, when I was on my tinkering phase, um, I call it the, the, the golfer's mentality, right? When I would, you know, when a golfer slices their, their shot off the tee, it's not their swing, it's the club. So they go buy a new club to try and fix the, the slice. I, was tr I kept buying new jump ropes, trying to figure out, well, what is it with the jump rope? And um, so that was that, one of the ones that I bought had those handles. Um, then I started figuring out, you know, kind of what I liked from each jump rope and started Frankensteining them together, taking the best parts of, of uh, each rope and um, putting them together. And, you know, those handles, um, yeah, what I liked about them, exactly like you said, Scott, is that, you know, they really have, you know, um, a very common thread for ergonomic grip. If you look at most things in life that an everyday life that we, we, we hold on to, it's got about a one inch diameter, you know. Um, if you just think about a bicycle, 
a bicycle grip, uh, a broomstick, you know, I mean, it can go on. Most everything has about a seven eighths to a one inch, you know, diameter um, uh, handle. So it just made the most sense to me that it was comfortable for me as well. Um, you know, I, the, those original handles came with a cheap foam sleeve over them that used to always slide off. So I would just get rid of it and, uh, and then just bought tennis, tennis overgrip, which is the best stuff you can put on a handle, right? It's, I mean, that, the, the tennis guys figured that out. And uh, so we just borrowed from them and added it to a jump rope. And so I definitely like to try and I take credit for that. We were the first ones to ever take tennis grip and wrap around a jump rope. And now everybody does it, you know, so, um, but it's comfortable. So, and you can, you know, uh, you can uh, customize it and have all the fun colors and things. Well, I will say, I think the handles definitely like double unders has always been a challenge for me too. And just, I've had to like stop and relearn and, and try out the different jump ropes and, and your jump rope, actually, I loved the handles. That was the only one. And that's the only rope that I will stay with. Um, so I think the handles definitely are unique in that sense, but can you talk about why or the thinking behind the different um, weights of the cables for the ropes and what the um, thinking is on that and, and how, how we can kind of guide some of maybe our listeners to what might work best for them? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great, that's a great uh, uh, topic to cover. You know, um, resistance is everything. Resistance is key because, you know, what resistance does is it gives the user a connection to the rope moving around them. And, um, and you know, everybody, a lot of people like to think that uh, going lighter is better, right? If I get a lighter rope that's quicker, I don't have to jump as high, it'll get around me faster. And this is when they're trying to learn. And what they're failing to recognize is now they have to learn a new skill at a faster pace than you want to, right? So you're not gonna really develop good integrity of movement when you're just trying to get out of the way of the rope um, and, and just hope that your, your timing is on. So when you have more resistance that actually in the, in the cable itself, right? So you're talking about the different diameters of, of cord. Uh, when you have a little bit more resistance, that allows you to slow the rope down yet still feel connected to the rope and be able to track it moving around your body. So now, and it won't collapse, right? A, a thinner, lighter cord, if you move it too slow, it'll just collapse. It needs a little more speed in order to kind of stay open like a parachute. Whereas uh, something with a little bit more resistance can move slower around your body. You still feel connected to it through your, your fingertips um, and you can see it better. So it just gave you so many more tools to, to try and uh, integrate with the rope and, and time yourself better to, to jump out of the way uh, and move at a slower pace. So really just common sense. You know, when, when we travel around and teach our workshops at, uh, you know, Power Monkey camps and, and all over the, the country, um, we, we put everybody in a heavier cord than they're used to, right? Everybody wants to use a speed wire. And, uh, and that's been our soapbox. We get on our soapbox for, you know, for a decade now trying to tell people that, Speed wires are great. It, it's one facet of jump rope, right? You know, to me, a speed wire is, uh, is like doing thrusters with a PVC pipe. You're not getting a lot out of it, right? You're doing the movement and you can do it really, really fast and you can do it longer uh, without, with less fatigue, but you know, what are you really getting out of it? So it's just one facet of the skill. Um, so, you know, we really like to try and get people to have more of a baseline rope or, or cable weight, which is, you know, in the three to four ounce range as your everyday use rope. And when you're comfortable with that, 
then going lighter feels easier because it's lighter and going heavier, which is now a fun option to, to test yourself and add some resistance and going heavier is not that big of a jump. But if you are only using a speed wire all the time and that's all you're accustomed to, anything else is going to feel heavier, you know? So yeah, so that's, that's really the approach there. Well, I know um, one of my biggest problems is that I spin the rope too fast. So yeah. like for me, the heavier rope is better because it actually slows me down and lets me feel like what you said, like feel the rope and get in, I don't know, be one with the rope, I guess is the way to do it. And what's a funny story, and you and I talked about the other day is when I first uh, got with RX uh, at, to use them was at the 2014 regionals. You were the one that actually got me from eight to 12 consecutive double unders to 30 double unders. And you immediately put me on the heavier rope. Yeah. I know what a neat story that we connected way back then and didn't even really know it. Yeah. And so like that, now that's the one I love the most. I actually love the heavier rope more than I do the light rope. Me too. Me too. Like on, on the daily, I will always choose something heavier to, to work out with the train. Right. Um, I, 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 always am perplexed when we'll meet people that that say you know i really want a lighter rope because i don't want to feel it i don't want to feel uh double unders during a workout and unless you're competing in the games for three hundred thousand dollars the rest of us are just exercising to be fitter and you know live a healthier life and i think you do want to feel it you should feel it there should be a physical stimulus to any exercise you do but people that you know uh love us but we're dumb people that, that do crossfit it's like i want to finish the workout faster and that means that i'm fitter because i finished the workout faster but all you're really doing is gaming a part of the workout that you can kind of you know go lighter on right go easier on um so yeah i just i don't agree with that mentality and we're always trying to kind of uh you know prod people to think a little bit more in depth and think about you know what, what are they trying to get out of their fitness and when we express that to them and uh and, and point out like, you know, you don't swing the same kettlebell weight every workout that changes. You don't thruster the same weight every workout, right? You know, you're always, you're going lighter. If you're going to do higher reps and go faster, you go heavier, or, you know, uh, for, for, you know, more, uh, you know, more stimulus on the heavier. And so same thing with the jump rope. It's just a fitness tool, you know, move it around. Anybody else have questions for Dave? Yeah, not, not necessarily jump rope related, but I'm curious. So you said you have two teenage boys. Do they do CrossFit or what kind of, are they into sports and what are they into? Yeah, um, so they did, um, they did do CrossFit. Um, they, they don't so much now. Uh, it, you know, our oldest son, he had the misfortune of, of growing up, you know, when we were really active on the road with RX and we were traveling to a lot of the events. And so he would tag along with us and was, you know, learning how to, how to sell jump ropes and, and coach jump rope and do all those things at a pretty young age. So he got a little burnt out and uh, is not too interested. Um, but, you know, both our boys, uh, the older one graduated high school a year ago. So, you know, first year of college uh, was last year. And, um, but he played water polo in high school. Both boys played water polo and they both swam. They're both avid surfers, avid rock climbers. Um, but now, uh, so my younger son is a junior in high school and he's actually, he's in water polo season now, kind of in their, you know, abbreviated season, you know, we're waiting mm -hmm. to see if they're going to have any scheduled games coming up here. 
Um, and uh, my older son, who still lives at home with us, he actually, I'm going to brag about him a little bit. He actually um, got, a, he got into pottery in high school, uh, was introduced to pottery um, in a, a 3D art class and just got hooked. It was just something that kind of resonated with him. He had a knack for it. Um, and so it's for his 17th birthday, we bought him a pottery wheel and he wow. threw it in the playhouse in our backyard and uh, started, you know, just having fun, just, you know, making mugs and pots and bowls. And, um, you know, that, that was probably two and a half years ago. So fast forward uh, to now, he, um, you know, with the whole quarantine and, and TikTok, you know, being as popular as it was, he's, yeah. he's the most widely viewed ceramicist in the world now. Whoa. Uh, yeah, he's got like a combined 5 million followers, uh, you know, just for all this pottery. And he's, he's an okay looking kid. So that, you know, there's, so he's, he's a pretty big deal. So what you're and, he's, and he's a nice kid, you know, so, so that's his thing. He's a, he's a, he's a ceramicist and that's uh, his passion that he's, he's chasing. And uh, we're waiting to see what the younger one's passion is, but uh, the other, um, yeah, in fact, they're both surfing right now. They went out for an afternoon surf session. So that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are in Ohio right now, right? Yeah, we except for Cat. That's the odd one out. I'm in Delaware, Dave. Oh, Delaware. Wow. Okay. So yeah. it's late for you. Yeah, it's not that bad. Eight o'clock. Okay, so, She's on the front of the. We're in the same time zone. She's on the front of it. We're on the back end of it. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You guys excited about the, the, the online games happening here? Yeah, yes. that's, that's going to be most of our talk tonight after we, we uh, <laughs> say goodbye to you, but yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm excited too. I thought I heard Kat go, no? I did. No, I was just going to say that, you know, I've been coaching CrossFit for about four years now, and I have literally a bookmark on my phone that is a link to the correct weighted rope that all of my beginner jump ropers should use. Because, um, you know, you go, you go to the gym, you don't have your own jump rope, and you use the crappy ones that, you know, are provided to you that, don't stay in the handle and the screws pop off and they're not the right height, you know, they're not the right length and everything else. And everyone, it's one of the first questions that new athletes ask is, you know, how do, how do I get double unders? What kind of jump rope should I get? And it, it's literally like the first thing that I just send to them, <laughs> you know, here's the link, just go get one of these. Awesome. So, awesome. Super helpful. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know, people, uh, people in CrossFit these days, they're spoiled, huh? They, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, Things are, you know, everything got kind of figured out for them now. And so, uh, yeah, they yeah. Kind of get right to the, go past all the trial and error and get right to the, the good stuff. We, we need you, Dave, we need you to develop a rope that actually counts repetitions for us though, because I will say that is the thing that people fail, fail miserably at, even when they're doing it in their own head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Counting double unders is hard. I, I, I agree. You know what <laughs> it, it is. And, um, you know, I've actually had these discussions with, uh, with Dave Castro and, and Adrian Bozeman. And there's a lot of different opinions about this. And I have a lot of friends and, and uh, people in the competitive jump rope world, which is a whole different arena. And, and we have these debates, but you know, um, one thing I'll recommend is we always count the up. If you're looking at the body, we count the up. And, and uh, the games crew and all the judges and a lot of people in CrossFit and also in the competitive jump rope world, they count the down, down. right? And, uh, and, and what we found is that it just, you can do both. If you know what you're doing and you know what to look for, you can do both accurately. We just find that more people seem to 
get off count when they count the down. And if you really understand what's happening with a, with a double under, you're technically done when you're in the air. You have to be in the air for the rep to be finished, right? Second rotation clears your feet. Then you impact the ground to, to rebound again. At the point that you impact the ground, that rope has already come most of the way around your body. You're halfway into the next rep. Technically, that once it passed under your feet uh, and you hit the ground, that next rotation is the first rotation of your next double under, right? So, um, you know, we, 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 always, uh, we always ask people to follow the person's body with your hand. When they go up is when you count the rep, assuming that it doesn't catch their feet, which is the same as if they were going down and if the rope catches their feet, you wouldn't count that rep either. But if you just count the up, and, um, and when, where people start to have trouble is when they get into the longer um, syllable numbers, you know, 71, 77, 78. So what you get into a rhythm of is you, you get half of the syllables on the downstroke. So it'd be 78, right? Finished in the air, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, right? And if he it caught his feet on 83, He's on 82, right? You take that rep away. You would do that if they landed on the down also. And the reason I, I really stress that is, especially in CrossFit, name, name um, a movement in CrossFit where the rep isn't completed on the upstroke. Name a rep or give me a movement, an exercise. It's not completed on the upstroke? It is completed. Or yeah, tell me one that's not. Yeah, correct. Most every rep in CrossFit of any movement is up. finished on the up. Yeah. There are some that are finished on the down, but I, I'm testing you guys to see if you guys could think of them. There's a couple. Think about it. Burpee finishes up. Snatch right. finishes up. You know, pull up finishes up. Muscle up finishes on the up. Box jump finishes on the up. Everything finishes on the up. So, so with a double under, we like to finish on the up because it's just more consistent. But what finishes on the down? I'll, I'll let you in on it. Anytime you have to jump over something. So box jump yeah, box over. Jump over. There you right? go. Burpee over the rower, yeah. right? Burpee yeah. over the dumbbell. So when you've got to jump over something, then it finishes on the down. Otherwise, everything, everything else is up. So I would just tell people to start training, counting the up and just work on that and just make your hand and your rhythm follow, you know, follow the person's movement. So I just, I watch their head and when their head hits the peak of their jump, you know, that's when I'll count the rep, assuming it clears, right? Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah. Hope that helps. Definitely. Well, we're already out of time. I had one more question, but I'm going to save it for the next time. I want to Perfect. let our listeners know that, that Dave's going to be with us once a month. And he's going to answer any questions that we or any of you have. If you have any questions for Dave about jump roping uh, or techniques or anything like that, please send them in or DM us on uh, social and we'll get those questions to Dave and he'll answer those in next month's segment. We also have some big news uh, because of our relationship with RX Mark here. Uh, the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends have a discount code. And we're excited to announce that that is live and uh, online right now. You can go out to rxsmartgear.com and uh, use the code Clydesdale15. 
and that gets you 15% off anything in the store with the exception of new releases and uh, special editions. Correct, yeah, and make sure it's, it's all caps. Clydesdale is all ca caps. Okay, Clydesdale, all caps, 15, 15% off everything in the store. Thank you so much, Yay. Dave. It's been awesome. Thank you for uh, joining us and, and starting this relationship. We're super excited uh, to move forward with you guys because uh, we all use your product and uh, we hope the world will appreciate now too. It. Well, appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. And yeah, we're, we're stoked to work with you guys and love, love what you guys are doing. So happy to be a part of it. Awesome. Thank you so much. We have a great night, Dave. You guys Take too. care. Uh, so we're excited. Uh, that was awesome. Dave coming on to talk about jump ropes and, and how he got started. Uh, Dave, really Dave looks, relationship. he looks a little bit like Eric Rosa. I knew you were going to say that. He does. Right. I like him. Okay. Yeah. He's Hi, Charlie. You're on mute. Uh, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a necessity. What's you up? So I mean, this is a new era for us. I, I, I am so giddy that we have a sponsor that believes in us this much and is coming on and doing a monthly segment. Um, I'm just ecstatic. And that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. We'll move on to like our normal roundtable, but uh, this is really cool. Very. So it's games week, everybody. <laughs> we never thought it would come. Polly Pragmatist okay. up there. Uh, in my in my little box up above the screen, uh, had been the naysayer of this for a very long time. Now I'm pleasantly surprised, right? <laughs> but it's here. It's not the way we thought it would be, but we have something. And so the first the first question I'm just going to throw out there to you guys: It's Games Week. What's what's the what's something you want to see this weekend? with this online competition. <sighs> Don't everybody speak at once. Do you want me to go? I, I want to see I want to see a chipper. <laughs> yeah. A lot of lot of couplets and a lot of a lot of single modality things have been released so far, so I'm just need we need something flashy. I want something flashy. One of the things I want to see is I want to see Sarah Sigmund's daughter finishing the top five. So I am right. And you guys are wrong. <laughs> okay. And Michael Anderak will be happy. Is I want to, I mean, that thousand meter row is going to be okay. insane. And I just wish it was like a head to head thing because I still can't sort of visualize or picture how this is all going to go down and how we as the viewers are going to experience it. And so that's where I'm still kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Because I, I would love to see, you know, a close, it is going to be like such a close race. That thousand meter row is going to be insane. What's funny that's is, uh, oh, go ahead, Charlie. Is uh, that's something that Khan had asked for that Amy was talking, uh, you know, obviously Amy's a fan, but he was hoping for a long row because he figured that was the way he'd get in the top five. So we'll see if he can put his money where his mouth is there. Yep. One thing I know for sure is Sam Briggs is probably going to win a workout. 
I was just going to say, I want to see Sam Briggs just like totally crushed, just like she did on that snatch workout at Rogue. Probably won't be that front squat, though. Probably yeah. not going to be yeah. the front But she will, I, I would lay money, she wins a row. She is the I, I, best. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Do I we think. do we know how these events are going to be um, spread up spread apart? Like, are they? Yeah. So know? if you go if you go to games.crossfit.com, it's it has all the workouts that have been released, and then what block they have to be done in, and then what that time frame is. Okay. So like the two the first two is it two a day? It's it so the first there's two blocks a day. Okay. So block one has to be event one and event two. Got it. And it is from nine to noon. Tomorrow. Local so time. In, so in three hours, they have to do that Fran, the 21. Uh, 20, yeah. Three rounds of 21. Yeah. Sorry, you were shaking your head like I was wrong. 21. No. Yeah. <laughs> you were. <laughs> um, and then the front uh, one rep max front squat. So that's the first segment. Right. Yeah. So you have 20 minutes on the front rack or the front squat. And then, you know, the time it takes you to do the friendly Fran. Uh, and you can do it anytime in that three hour block. What kind that of is, name is this? Yeah. That's such BS. There's nothing. I know. Nothing friendly. <laughs> in the chest of bars. Yes. But you know, yeah. uh, before we get into the events real quick, the one, the one thing I do want to see is I, I don't want to see a lazy broadcast of what has happened. Uh, previous to that each update like it's like you said like we want to see some head-to-head if you're going to record these three people who killed the row then put them side by side on the screen and let us see them do the row don't just say hey sam briggs had a 658 and show her like pull three times i don't i don't want a lazy update show i want it like we don't get to see it firsthand so Put something to get together that's meaningful for the viewer. Yes. Do we know if athletes are have the ability to do any kind of like live streaming on their own? Like, is someone going to be like Instagram living people's workouts? So that is up to the athlete. Okay. So um, there's a possibility we could just be stalking Instagram all day. Con. I'm not sure why you would though. How yeah, do you want do you want your competitors to know what they have to hit? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean if you're going last, you could do it, right? If you're going twenty minutes sure. before the deadline. Um mm. sure. Fascinating. But it's, it's so really, weird. They they have said that they that the leaderboard will not be visible until all the scores are in and they've all been validated. So we as the viewer will not see the official leaderboard until CrossFit has reviewed everything and made the leaderboard official. However, there's no, there's no rules that the, the athletes cannot release their score or whatever they've done. Right. No but way. This, what's that? There's no way they do that. Yeah, I think like if you're for, like if you're Haley and you're Saxon who have the same coach, you may share experiences in those blocks back sure. and forth. And it doesn't hurt either one of them because one's male, one's female. So couldn't you do that workout more than once as long as it's in that block? No. no. Okay. No. 
The well, only thing you know if you did it twice. No. Well, your so judge you, would know, right? Yeah, they're sending judges from CrossFit. What if what if it was like, okay, say I'm an athlete and I'm like, listen, I'm just gonna do a quick dry run. But then I was like, no, that worked out. Let's call that the score. <laughs> we'll do a dry run of all three. I think you have to declare. Run. Yeah, you have to declare it. I'm, do they and they have to go in order? They have to do the Fran one first? Or does it uh, I did not see that listed anywhere. You have okay. to that that would make sense to me because I think you would want to see the front squat number after that Fran. Right. So there's probably an order then that we just Yeah. I mean after you do sixty three thrusters, now let's see your front rat, front squat. Right. When will testing be done after your score is submitted? <laughs> Testing's happening already. Right? You're talking drug testing, Charlie? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's, it's happening already. So yeah, maybe they've gotten most of those people already. So we've already, we've already announced what one and two events, one and two are. Yes. Friendly Fran, the 21 thrusters, 21 chest to bars, three rounds for time. And then, and that's at one eighty-five and one fifteen. Yikes. <laughs> Event two is the establish a one rep max front squat in 20 minutes. I like that. Okay. So once you begin, you have 20 minutes to establish that and then you're done. Event three is Damn Diane, which is three rounds of 15 deadlifts at 205 and 315 and 15 handstand push ups with a deficit of two inches for the ladies, three inches for the men. And strict. They're strict. Ooh, Are they I strict? missed that part. I just, I just strict. jotted them down real quick. So yeah, I yeah. I think I think they're strict. They are strict. Yep. And then, I'm all over it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Where's my our girl? Our girl Laura Horvath may have just taken. Right. I had her in my top five too. Darn it. Uh, event four is that 1,000 meter row for time. And then event five is Nasty Nancy. And that is five rounds of 500 meter run, 15 overhead squats at 125 and 185, and 15 bar 15. facing burpees. And then event yeah. six is the max freestanding handstand hold. You have 20 minutes to establish your longest time, and you can you can attempt it more than once in that 20 minutes. That's so weird. Gary Pierce yeah, that's a weird one. All 20 minutes. Yeah. Carrie yeah, Pierce Gary, wins Gary, that Gary, one. Good call. Yeah. Hmm. Event seven will be announced tomorrow on the update show. Question. So events one through four are on day one? Yes. And then we're assuming events five through eight-ish happen on day two. So... We don't, no. we don't think there's an eight. We think it's seven. Just seven. Yeah. So I think that's okay. where your chipper is going to be as event seven, because it'll be the only event in that last block. Got it. Okay. So general thoughts, and I know, I know, Miss Kat, you have several thoughts about these events so far. Yeah. I'm not a fan. 
that handstand was weird. That's weird. I was just fantastic. I was just hoping for something different. I just feel it feels lazy to me to use Fran and Diane and I, I don't know. I'm not sentimental about those workouts, so I just wished like, it was a little more of, innovative. One of them, fine. You know, do yeah. friendly or fierce Fran, whatever. And then the other one should be couplets and well, what were the, um, so, and, and all the clues that he gave, like, are coming true, which drives me crazy. Um, was there a fourth clue on his page, or was it just the three? There was a, that's the, uh, um, what was the awful fourth Annie, or. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So, it's probably going to be some version of Annie. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, it's too special for me to have it, like, be, be scooped like that, or, you know, leaked through his social media that bugs me so i th so on one hand i can see where you're coming from on the other hand there's always the complaint that we get too far away from classic crossfit so this is like an homage right down the the fairway to classic crossfit i scrolled castro's instagram with these posts to see like what what's the community saying and I have to say, like, usually, you know, he's bashed pretty hard. I would say it was 85% positive. Yeah. I was really shocked. Because the one thing is I don't think it's super exciting as a fan to watch these events. Um, they are limited. But, you know, Rogue was pretty creative in what they did in their little box. You know, the yeah. six by six box or whatever. I think that's, I think that's what I was, you know, what I'm comparing it to and what I was hoping for. Um, this feels very much just like the open plus. When I, and I watched a little bit of Armin and Justin talking today on Instagram live and Justin made a great point that a lot of these weights until you get to Diane and even Diane, like some of these athletes are going to go unbroken on everything. These weights are not heavy for them. And they're going to be like five-minute workouts. Now, I, think, workouts. I think the Nasty Nancy is pretty chunky. Like five rounds of 500-meter runs and 185 pounds overhead squats for men and 125 for women. That's, that's not light. Yeah. For, yeah. Those thrusters at 85 pounds – that's like what 55 pounds would feel for me. Right. Or, or the bar, you know. But to do, what is it, 75 overhead squats at 125 and 185, that's, that's quite a bit. Yeah. At 115 is like that Sherwood has talked about, where it's that in-between weird, you can go too fast and blow up, or it's mm -hmm. just heavy enough to slow to, to mm -hmm. not, just kind of be scary. Yeah, the Nancy I like. I like the Nancy workout. I will. I will. Yeah, I do like the Nancy. Get my hat to that one. I like one it. That I've seen released. Um, I like the Diane with the deficit handstand push-ups, especially strict. Now that I know that they're strict, you just want more meat around those bones. Right. You I'll know? tell you what I'm thinking. I'm not a big fan of the thousand meter row. I yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch, but a, a 
It's not like any kind of feat of I would be cool fitness. With that, if they were like, okay, do that and then do your one rep max front squat or do something heavy after that. Like that would be, yeah, so I don't know. You're going to do it right after doing what? 45, 205 pound deadlifts or 315 for the men and those deficit handstand pushups. And then you're going to do the thousand meter row. Okay. So those two, that one. Okay. I just think it should have been like 3000 meters or something like a thousand meters is not. But at the games, you have those sprint events that are really quick Yeah. and they can't, you can't run like a, a football field down and back like they did at the games. Their hamstrings are going to be lit after those deadlifts. So the other thing I, I, and it, it's probably CrossFit, tr- and maybe this is the plan. They're trying to make a, a connection with the affiliates, and they're giving the affiliates a scaled version, several scaled versions of these workouts mm-hmm. for them to be able to do at your local box so you can kind of join in on the fun and do the games workouts. And I do like that concept, but you shouldn't do it at the expense of really testing these professionals. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's the open. Right. That's what the open's for. But you could do like a super or games workout and scale it way back for the affiliates. So they, they're still like, right. Hey, I'm doing a games type workout without really doing it. You can up the weight. Like on that friendly Fran, that, that weight should be at least 135 for men, 95 for women, at least. Probably 155, 115 would be closer to what it should be. But, but anyway, because of that connection, we, the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, want to bring you a special version of these workouts ourselves. Some of so, some, maybe one of these workouts. One, one, one of the Metcons and one of the mono versions. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I think okay. so. And so my so. co-hosts, my friends, Kat and Amy have agreed to videotape two of these workouts. And we're going to run them side by side. And Charlie and I are going to narrate them as the commentators. I didn't hear that part. And we're going to let Kat and Amy join in and tell us how it felt in each moment of those workouts. So you can get an understanding of what the athletes are going to go through uh, by doing these workouts. Perfect. So... Um, you mentioned affiliates are getting scaled versions of, of these workouts. I own an affiliate and I have not received, I'm not in receipt of any of these, this information. How is that coming to me? So I think it's going to be on the website, just like the open does. Okay. Um, but it was very sparse when I looked at the workouts today. Okay. Um, they talk about start and finish lines on some of these things with no explanation as to like where that is, you know, anything like that. So, um, but anyway, we're going to let Kat and Amy choose choose their adventure, and they'll pick one Metcon and one of the mono, like either the one rep max squat, front squat, the 1,000-meter row, which would be awesome. I'd do both of those right there, right there. That's not a Metcon. you got to get a Metcon in there. Uh, 
Yeah, we do both of those too. <laughs> Fine, we're done. We're done. 25 <laughs> minutes, I'm done. <laughs> um, okay. Front squat so I can get my best um, Coach Burger there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh, look at that guy's front rack. He's not even. Look, look at Amy's knees. Oh, yeah, look at Amy's oh, knees. Are they going to dive in or not? Or just watch her for a week. Okay. That's funny. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, well, I need confirmation before we just make these decisions. And when do we have to have this fight? Uh, soon. I'm hoping <laughs> you'll have them videoed by Friday. Done by Friday? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Tomorrow is Thursday. Yeah, we already we already know for workout. the workouts. No, nope. I don't have what the uh, no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe by maybe by Saturday afternoon. I have yeah. to edit these and get them into video for us to overlay the I narration. <laughs> maybe by 2021. Uh, I, I this take is back what Amy back. does before every competition. Take backs. Can't take I, this. I can't take it. Okay. Can we just tomorrow. can we just establish right now? Amy is going to win both of these. We've we've already done the we've done the open comparison. I've done the open comparison. When I first met Amy, I looked her up on the CrossFit Games website and I compared every single one of our open workouts. She won probably seventy percent of them against me. She is also way more consistent with her fitness right now. I'm just making all the excuses I can just up front so that just in case I pull out like a 205 pound front squat, we'll, we'll all be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Just, just put it out there. Well, I think this is just the beginning of a beautiful kind of segment on our show. Like when the <laughs> open comes next year, we're going like to videotape <laughs> both great. of you, put them side by side. Okay. Um, Right. I'm like, I'm like on day 13 of keto. I have like zero energy. My body has not figured out how okay. to like, we, we understand that you're not in top shape and that, Definitely that not. has won most of the Amy workouts is. in the open and all of I'm, that stuff. We want to we <laughs> see. I got a birthday party and then I had this other thing. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm excited. I think it'll be super fun. Get my ass right, in gear we'll a talk, little bit. We'll talk off air about which one we're going to do. Okay. Okay. All right. So another thing that happened this week is the games kits went out from Reebok and several of the athletes did unboxings um, on YouTube, especially <coughs> Haley Adams did hers today on morning chalk up. Our girl, Christy O'Connell did hers on YouTube a couple of days ago to scoop it. But uh, they got quite a bit of gear, even though this is an online competition where they're not going to be in person in Madison. So Reebok really came to the. <coughs> you choked up. Really? You choked, choked up, up with all this stuff. <laughs> uh, and they got three pairs of shoes, lifters, um, nanos, and then trail run shoes. Mm, uh, they, for Nancy? <laughs> probably christy got i think she said seven bras nice um they got like three new pairs of shorts right um, new one for each workout well she said normally at the games you're there for you know seven days and you have to wear that uniform to every luncheon every dinner every uh briefing and then you have to wear them to work out in and you don't generally have a lot of laundry 
Uh, So that's why they're usually that big, but they kept them that big even for this year. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, there's, there's a limited number this year. And I imagine that the five that end up going to Aromas will get even more goodies. So that's very cool. And Cara Saunders did an unboxing of her gift from Nike. Oh, I missed which that. I have to say, I am, I am a nano guy primarily. Like that's what I wear. Mostly because when you judge, you get enough free pairs that you can, you have like a, a nice pair for life. Uh, but the, the freaking Metcons that they sent Cara, gorgeous. I want all of them. <laughs> all of them they do not believe in monochromatic in this year's uh, metcon six they are yeah, lots freaking of colors unreal if you have not seen that video you've got to check it out because the metcons they sent are amazing they sent her shorts tanks sweatbands you know they she set for a while too so the other thing that christy said when she unboxed her is just for you all to know is that uh, she's a noble athlete, and so she will wear the uniform as prescribed during the games. But she is going to, she's close to 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. And when she hits that, she's going to give away the Reebok gear signed to people who comment um, and are subscribers of her channel when she hits 50,000. Nice. Very cool. So where can we watch the game? How do we follow it? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Now there will be there will be two shows a day. There will be an update show tomorrow. Uh, gosh, I I don't know the exact time. It's like three p.m. Pacific time, six, which would be yeah. six our time. Is the update show tomorrow? Event seven will be announced then, and it'll be previewing what's to come. And then there's one, I think it's six on Friday. No. Yeah, six on Friday and then one at like nine on Friday. So wait, what days are the people competing? So Thursday and Friday or Friday and Saturday? Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, okay. So tomorrow there's no recap. It's just what's the last event? Here's how things are going to work. Blippity blah, okay. And then Saturday, it's the, it might be earlier for the first one and then earlier for the second one. I think the last one's at six on Saturday. I'm not exactly sure, but I think those are the times. And it gets confusing as to when people are competing because you're not going to get to see it, but it's the local time. And so actually Australia will start tomorrow night. Right. Because that will be 9 a.m. Friday for them. So Con Porter, Cara Saunders, James Newberry, uh, Harriet. Yes. Harriet Roberts and um, Jay, Jay, Jay Crouch. Crouch. Jay Crouch. Yep. Charlie, did you just say Ricky Gerard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what, if you saw it today, is... Charlie. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kat. No, I was just going to say, what is lefty's uh, time zone so we can... <laughs> Check his live Instagram. Oh, that guy. <laughs> his is time zone F you. Um, yeah. But anyway, Ricky on Dave's, Dave's uh, Instagram came the closest to guessing what the actual workouts were. 
and Dave gave him props on his Instagram today. Love it. The kid's coming back. back. He's eligible next year, I think. That's my guy. And then next on the list is our girl, Brooke Haas, uh, who was uh, back, gosh, a few episodes uh, in the 30s with us, maybe 36. I'm trying to guess off the top of my head. <clears throat> she sustained an injury and announced that on Instagram. It was something that's making her leg go numb, which I know all too well, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what happened to me a couple years ago. And uh, she says she's only at 70%, but um, sometimes things get tough and shit gets real and you just got to keep pushing forward. So she's going to compete at 70%. Um, can, I, can I say something about that? So I don't know if you guys were like following this comments on social, but there's a lot of uproar about, well, if, if, you're, mm-hmm. if you're hurt, you know, drop out and let someone else take your place or something. And I just thought that was kind of ridiculous um, at this juncture, right? Like there's so much planning involved and it it, it was just silly. Somebody said like, well, Emily Emily Rolfe should get your spot. You know, if you're not going to be a hundred percent, it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. So whatever you people. It's Brooke's spot. That kind of went through my head. Just like, I wonder if I was Emily Rolfe, how I'd be feeling. But at the end of the day, she earned her spot. Right. She, she didn't, Emily didn't earn it. So no, I mean, nothing I, against Emily. I think the world of Emily, but she, she qualified by finishing like eighth at Wadapalooza. Now it was right. a stacked field, but she finished eighth at Wadapalooza. Like Brooke qualified by finishing top 20 in the open. Right. Legit. Yeah. <clears throat> and no, she, deserves, she well. deserves that spot as long as she can function. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, I do have to say the the thing that is a little frustrating is, you know, Morning Chalk Up broke this, what was it, this morning or last night? Um, And I actually was talking to Brooke last week and knew this story then. I didn't realize that it was a story worth breaking. Um, Plus, I didn't want to give away her personal information, um, something she told me, what I thought was in confidence, and I didn't want to to break that because, you know, we try to, we try to keep relationships with everybody we talk to on our podcast. And um, I want to keep that and honor that uh, privacy unless she would say, yeah, it's cool to, to release that or something. But, um, and then we want to talk about Charlie's girl, the forgotten top 10 athlete. And the reason I, I kind of brought this up is, is I took it from Tommy Marquez and, and something he said that Daniel Brandon Finished 11th at the games last year and due to Anna Frackow's drug suspension, moved up as the 10th place finisher in the CrossFit games, but nobody got to see her compete as a top 10 athlete because she did, she didn't make the cut and Anna Frackow did. So this year, there's a really good chance. She's a great athlete that she finishes in the top 10 again. But if she doesn't finish in the top five, but six through 10, she could be a two-time top 10 finisher and nobody will ever have seen her compete in the top 10. Mm. And for a great athlete and someone who really was coming on the scene as a rookie last year um, and did really well at Mayhem this year uh, with 
against Christy and uh, Tia yeah. uh, to kind of hang with them and to not really get to show your stuff. I, you know, I'm really rooting for her. It, it made me think like, man, she's a real underdog and it'd be really cool to kind of see her hit that top five and kind of get some recognition for what she's done over the last couple of years. <clears throat> Thoughts, Charlie? Uh, I think she will be in top five. Um, she has a dog named Charlie, so everything is just stars are lining up. He's a Nike athlete. Um, she's probably coming on a podcast just because why not? That's how you become she should. Uh, she should. And uh, yeah, no, she is. I mean, that watching her at Mayhem, she pretty much hung with Tia the whole time. Um, I remember right, she got second. So you know, she's she's got the skills to do it. I would love nothing more than to see a bunch of, you know, wild card people that we hadn't thought of or talked about get in the top five. Nothing would make me happier. I would love to see things shaken up. It could be fun. Yeah. Um, if that happens, man, the programming well, I, will get attacked like nobody's business. I, th I mean, I feel like anybody in these rosters could win any of these events. I think that's why I was questioning earlier, like, is this really going to give us, you know, the top five? Because it's really going to depend on, like, hmm, how you feel on this day? And they feel very open-esque. And I think it's going to favor those open athletes, you know, the Jeff Adlers, the Roman Krennikovs, all those guys who, you know, might not have been in that situation if we had started in Madison like a normal CrossFit Games. That's all. Well, and the point that for, and the, the time differential for Friendly Fran is going to be tiny. Yeah. They're all going to finish in a, and, in a small grouping. And same um, with the row and the front squat. I mean, that front yep. squat is going to be, they're all going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I wonder if they have tiebreakers sort of built into some of these events. Yeah, and nothing was they? posted about that um, yeah. on the site, but yeah, I don't know. And what's the scoring going to look like? That has not been are, announced either. And we're right? less than are we on like, hours away. Yeah, are we on a hundred point scale? Are we on something different? What's it going to look like? We don't know if these scores are carrying over to the top five. Right. So <clears throat> that's going to be interesting. I think this handstand hold could really screw some people over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Bigger athletes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those, they're going to be working the entire 20 minutes, right? I mean, because right. you could get, you could, you could hold it for a minute, come down and, you know, maybe you get a minute, two seconds. So you're going to try again, mm -hmm. right? You're basically going to be handstand holding for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like if you're Laura Horvath, you're good enough to be in the top five, but these are not going to This may not be the event. Yeah. Right. This is not an event for Clydesdales. No, it is not. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we're running a little bit long, so let's get to our stupid questions of the week. Okay. And our first stupid question is, what is your favorite all-time animated either Disney or Pixar movie? And we're choosing one, correct? One. Okay. As hard as that was, I am down to one. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. This was really hard for me because I was like, do I pick the ones that I loved when I was a kid or what? But I kept getting stuck on this one and it was Finding Nemo 
And the reason was, of course, is that yours? <laughs> yes, I bet I know why. <laughs> well, because it came out right when about Nathan was, you know, I think maybe it came out even before Nathan was born, but it was like the first movie I ever watched with my son. And like, it was his favorite. And we had the second birthday party was all about finding Nemo. So that's the one I just always think about as a parent. Yeah, it was on, it was on repeat at our house too. I mean, Amy and I have children of the exact same age. And so my kids grew up with that movie on repeat. It's one of my, yeah, it's a great one. Love it. So that's the difference between men and women is <clears throat> the movies that were on repeat in my house are the ones I like the least. <laughs> well, yes. National Treasure. Yes, that's another movie that's on repeat in my house that I can't stand. But I will sit down and watch Finding Nemo any day of the week. Yep. Charlie, it's do we do we match? Movie. Are we twins today? What do you got? I'm gonna have to see. I've had multi generations of Disney from yeah. forever, but Lion King, the original, not this nonsense now, is probably the top of the list. We are twins. Oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> Lion King, far and away the best movie, and the first. Or, movie that was originally written by Disney wasn't an adaptation of a children's book. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> great acting, great film. Great music. Great music. Actually had one of the songs played at my wedding. Wow. Great side. Wow. Co-stars. <laughs> it's funny. That's cool. I like that we both picked, we all picked the same thing. Oh, Yeah. So the second one, this one's a little more difficult. Uh, If personally you could be sponsored by any company in the world other than RX Mark here, because we know we all want to be sponsored by them. We already are. So (laughs) Uh, who would it be? And let's start with Kat. Okay. So you know how my brain works. I went through a lot of a lot of thinking here. I immediately first reaction Ben and Jerry's, right? Because I love their ice cream, um, and I thought that's probably not a wise decision. <laughs> um, it's not very good for my health. Um, so then I got to thinking about things I spend the most money on, right? Because you get free stuff when you get a sponsorship. So what would be sort of practical? Most practical would be like Rogue or Rogue or Reebok, right? Because, but that's, those aren't my answers. Okay. Rogue or Reebok. I, I'm a small gym owner. I'm always, that's where all my money goes basically, Rogue or Reebok. But then I thought, okay, well, what are, what are some things that I would really enjoy doing in my life that I don't get to do because I don't spend money on it? And if I were to get sponsored by, you know, a particular company or brand that would allow me to do things that I think I might enjoy doing. So I decided that I would like to get sponsored by Ritz Carlton. Because I figured they have properties all over the world. And if I am one of their, you know, primary, what, sponsorees, they're going to fly me to all of their properties and I get to stay there for free. And there's all my travels paid for and I get all these fun adventures um, with that. All right. Since Amy, you left it, uh, let it out of the bag a little bit. What do you got? <clears throat> well, since I asked some early questions today to ask what qualifies it, you said it couldn't be a person. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your person answer? 
Uh, duh, Com Porter. Com Porter. So I guess I have to choose being sponsored by CrossFit Play. <laughs> His gym. Oh, there you go. Okay. No, really, what though? I did say Rogue. I was thinking of Rogue because it's a local company, and I was like, ah, I could definitely benefit from having, you know, a bunch of free stuff. And that, so that was mine. That's, that's that one's not too shabby. I would love to be sponsored by Rogue. Yeah, they can Charlie. call me up. Uh, mine, I would say, is probably Nike because um, you get the Kohan brand, you get the Hurley brand, you get Nike brand, you get all the other side deals as part of your uh, plus they have they seem to pay a lot of people a lot of money for no random reason um, but yeah and I'm a Metcon guy and those Metcons are great and I'm going to have something very soon so <clears throat> my first thought was <clears throat> man I couldn't get a drink before this podcast and I, I am suffering <clears throat> lost water That's... so I need to be sponsored by you know O2. Uh, the the first thing that came to my mind was the Wisconsin Cheese Association because I love cheese more than any food in the world uh, and I would love that but when it comes down to it I want to be sponsored by Ford so that I can have the new Ford Bronco the coolest car ever to be made in this country. Yeah. I it I cannot wait for that car to come out. I want to see it. And I did think about car companies as one of the things, but I was thinking like Ferrari or something, you know, a little more exotic. I'm I'm more of a truck off-road, big tire yeah. kind of guy. And that Ford Bronco is sweet. Nice Ford Escort. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 no. That question was fun, though. It was fun to sort of daydream a little bit and think about, you know, what well, you'd, what you'd well, want. Who else would be great to be sponsored by would be uh, RX Smart Gear. I don't know <laughs> if that's something that you guys were thinking about, but, you know, just something that just ran in my, came to my head. All right. Next week's guest. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Did it, you guys miss me? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen Mike Tyson's training video yet? Hey, hey, hey. No, but I have seen the Russian slap fighting. Just don't talk about what's best on my internet. Okay. So next week's guest is none other than CrossFit OG. Uh, been around since the beginning and uh, did it as a female. And quite um, the businesswoman. Correct. Affiliate owner, worked for HQ, um, helped develop some programs at NorCal CrossFit. Games athlete. Games athlete. And then Broflex. created created the biggest non-CrossFit um, programming. Subscription. Subscription. Service, uh, in the world. Yeah. yeah. And it is none other than Miranda Alcarez. And... I have to say, she had the most beautiful backdrop of anybody we've ever interviewed on this podcast because we learned that she graduated college as an interior decorator. Yep. That was really cool. <clears throat> and her backdrop was stunning. It was, it was gorgeous. <laughs> and so you have to check that out on Monday. 
uh, to check out the backdrop. And it was a super fun interview. She was very open about all the stuff she went through um, all the way back from when she first started CrossFit uh, through her car accident, uh, through her knee blowing out at the games, how she felt about that, how she felt about letting her team down and then into creating street parking and how that all kind of blew up uh, kind of accidentally. So that's exciting. And then let's finish with our best thing from the internet. <clears throat> so let's start with Charlie. And he's shaking so, his head. Uh, I think of something else now since you talked about Mike Tyson already. The, um, I'm going to say the, uh, what's his name? Dan Bailey doing his uh, cleaning jerks. That, that guy's probably older than me at this point. But he still looks like he's 20 something. Now, he's not older than me. I know that. <laughs> I was going to say, how did that, how does that happen? Um, you live too close to him. He will come beat you up. Yeah, listen. His biceps will just take your hand and go. Listen, he knows where to find me on this podcast. Um, yeah, but that's, uh, it's still impressive. You know, through, through all the injuries that this he's had, and, and he's, uh, he is older. That he used to be obviously like the world does but he um but yeah it's just a great watch and that's the hundred cleaning jerks for time that's right yeah okay <clears throat> that was good uh amy so mine has to do because this is a timely thing that's you know that just started um that's come back but and it was on tiktok but it's, <laughs> it's i've seen it on other things too but it's where um the typically in these videos it's the wife or the woman that she's playing a song and it's the dun 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 dun, dun. and then all of a sudden you see the the husband come in and is like what you know first for uh so i just i got a crack out of that my favorite one was the guy like stumbling down the stairs because he was running so fast yeah <clears throat> somebody i saw someone played it for their husband who was napping on the couch yes. you know and he yeah. like he he sort of woke up because he thought he was missing something. Yep, <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. Cat. So yesterday, um, Masters Fitness Collective has published four YouTube videos, and it's footage of behind the scenes from every day of the competition. So day one, two, three, and four. Um, Jim Mahan is the the guy behind it who. Um, was the cameraman, the interviewer. He was like the savant of, you know, the, the, the event and did a really great job. Um, people have been sort of waiting for it to be released. Um, I got through the first episode, like day one yesterday. It was really fun to see sort of all the things that I didn't get to see being sort of running around behind the scenes. Um, so it was really cool. I can't wait to, to sit down and watch all of them. So that would be, I think you can find it on the Masters Fitness Collective uh, YouTube channel. So check it out. And so I'm going to finish with, uh, it's called 10 Questions with Kyle Brandt. And it has five episodes out now. And it's, it's labeled as a podcast, but he asks questions of his guest that in some way loosely um, are related to them. And it could be very loosely related somehow to them, but it's a creative way of doing it. And it, he's actually the host of NFL this morning on the NFL network. 
Uh, but he also has celebrities on. Like he had Paul Rudd is one of the people. Guy Fieri is one of the people. Um, and in the, in the middle of the questions, they just chat and talk. And it's like an interview process in between the questions. But he makes it competitive a little bit and buzzes them for wrong answers and dings them for right answers. And, uh, and then at the end of that, each celebrity gets to shout out somebody they think should come on to try to beat their score. And so it's a lot of fun. It's on YouTube. Uh, It's actually on the Ringer YouTube channel. Um, It's just one of their shows on the Ringer. Um, They do a ton of stuff, but uh, it's a lot of fun. And you really get to know the people pretty well. Uh, It's three football players and then Paul Rudd and Guy Fieri from the first five episodes. But check it out. It's a lot of fun. Very cool. So with that, uh, we want to give Dave Newman a huge thank you. Uh, for being on the show and thank RX Smart Gear for being a sponsor of this podcast. And don't forget, we have a discount code. Go to rxsmartgear.com, use the discount code Clydesdale15 in all caps. Uh, Clydesdale15, they get you 15% off everything in the store except for new releases and uh, special editions. We also want to thank you for listening. And if you liked what you heard, make sure you leave a comment, like, and subscribe. It really does help the show. It helps it a lot. <clears throat> and with that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.